I hope everyone's having a good week, but it's time to get vulnerable. Welcome back to Skinny Stories to Tell in the Dark. Hello, my friends. Can I just say I'm so flipping excited to record this podcast, or I'll say fucking like, I'm so fucking excited to record this podcast. No censorment here. But I really am just so excited to get into this week's episode. I have spent the past hour probably writing down everything I want to cover. I always make kind of a note or like not a script by any means, but kind of like a guiding notes in my phone of or iPad of how I want to run down the episode, what I want to cover to make sure I don't leave anything out and to make sure I can kind of talk more eloquently. I mean, I don't talk the most eloquently, but I try my best. But yeah, I did a lot of research and wrote a lot down for this week's episode and I'm just so excited to get into it all because part of it is stuff that I'm like kind of learning about as I go and that I want to learn more about and I don't know, I'm excited to end off this year, start next year. With that being said, this week I will be talking about kind of It will just be looking towards the new year and the future and I'll be giving you guys my opinion on new year's resolutions and instead of resolutions what I'm manifesting for 2020 and I'm going to talk a little bit about like my spiritual beliefs and my beliefs on manifestation and break it down and kind of give you guys some of my intentions for the next year. So yeah, I'm pretty excited. So as you guys know, every week I always do my roses and thorns and life updates before I get into the actual topic for the week. Starting now, I wanted to do a new thing where I'm kind of eliminating thorns from the podcast. As I'm learning a lot about manifestation, like the law of attraction, I just don't believe in, I mean, I definitely believe we should acknowledge stuff that isn't making us happy and we're allowed to complain and vent because holding things in isn't good. But on this podcast, I want to, I obviously want to have conversations about things that are hard to talk about, but I feel like since a lot of the main topics on the episode are already things that are kind of like difficult, I don't think I need to be putting thorns out there in the universe because I'll talk about it in a bit, but like I really believe in manifestation and the law of attraction. So yeah, I don't think I need to be putting out thorns and talking about the stuff that's already like pissing me off. I'd rather just kind of talk about it with like people around me in my life or allow myself to feel how I'm feeling and then move on. I don't feel the need to dwell on it in the podcast. So instead of doing thorns, I will just be doing roses, but I still will be doing life updates. And this isn't to say that like, I'm not going to be talking about shit that's pissing me off because, oh, I definitely will. But I don't want to have to make it a structured thing because some weeks I'll sit here and I've heard other people on podcasts talk about it, but it's like, I'll sit here and I'm like, what's wrong in my life? Like, what do I want to complain about this week? And I feel like if I have to actually really think about something that's worth putting as a thorn that I'm pretty well off, you know, so I don't feel like it has to be part of the structure, so I'd rather just focus on the good things. So with that whole fun ramble being said, my roses for the week are the fact that I, okay, so I talked about last week how my thorn was that I was unable to get an appointment with like a therapist, counselor, whatever, to get some, uh, just therapy, I guess. And I kind of ranted about the whole mental health care system and how there's so many barriers and how it pisses me off, but how that we all got to hang in there kind of and be positive. Well, I did, and I called back so many times, and a few days ago, I finally got through to this one, like, provider in my area that accepts my insurance, love that. And yeah, so on the 31st, in like, a week and a half, I have my first therapy appointment. And I don't know if I mentioned this, but I feel like I personally need something more intensive than just like once a week. So it's like um, multiple times a week outpatient therapy thing. I don't know all the details yet because I haven't gone yet, 
but it should be seeing a therapist and getting mental health care like a couple times a week but still being outpatient which is nice because I just felt like I needed something a little more intensive than once a week and then I also in January because that was the first one I could get I actually have a physical appointment with like a regular doctor because I don't have a primary care and I haven't for a while because you know when you make the transition between like pediatric doctors versus adult doctors when you turn 18 so like I stopped going to like my pediatrician but then I moved to New York and then I never had a primary there and like I was seen for like one-offs at like the FIT health center and like other places like urgent care but I didn't have a primary so I'm actually getting a primary and getting a physical which is good because I have so many things like I've talked about this but because of my eating disorder and being undernourished I have numbness in my right leg and it gets really bad sometimes and lately I've been noticing a lot even if I'm like eating fine and not overdoing it in the gym or whatever I'll just notice a lot of numbness I get dizzy a lot and I don't know I just have all these like little health issues that are kind of concerning that I want to talk to a regular doctor about and get some care so yeah I'm really excited that I'm actually able to get the mental and physical health care that I need and want and then as for life updates in general, I feel like I don't really have anything crazy going on. It's kind of the same old, same old. Like I'm excited for the holidays and my parents having some time off from work and to spend time with family. My boyfriend's visiting in like a week and a half and then I'll be going to spend some time with him, which is nice. Actually, <laughs> shout out Omar. He's literally requesting to FaceTime me right now. Hold on. Let me tell him I'm recording the podcast. But yeah, so Omar will be visiting me in Portland for like a little over a week and then I'll be going to California, which will be fun. And other than that, I'm working on like transfer applications and it's just kind of annoying to be going through the college process all over again and also paying fees all over again. And yeah, it feels like I'm repeating my senior year of high school, but it's all good. I'm kind of just taking these next few months, like doing the online and I feel like I sound like a broken record here, but I'm taking the next few months to kind of like work on myself, like mentally, like I said, get therapy and stuff so that I'm ready whenever I well, when I end up transferring next fall to wherever I transfer to, like, I'm just in a better mental place, and I'm also looking for jobs. I've been applying to get a part-time job because I also want to save some coin, but yeah, that's essentially everything that's going on with me. Nothing new, nothing crazy, so now we can get on into the, I always, I say this every week, but I don't, like, the beef of the episode. I'm just going to get into the main topic, which is why, uh, I don't really agree with New Year's resolutions and then we're going to be talking about what I'm manifesting and my intentions for 2020. So my opinion on New Year's resolutions, I feel like from what I'm going to say you'll kind of get my stance on it but I, it was hard to kind of break it down to specifically why I kind of don't like them. So I found a statistic online that says 92% of New Year's resolutions fail so only 8% of resolutions actually work out and I've read a lot of articles and I was doing research to try to figure out like some explanation for you guys about that but there's a lot of reasons why they fail personally I found that I don't think New Year's resolutions are the most necessary or healthy practice to have I agree when people use them like I think setting goals not necessarily New Year's resolutions but setting goals are a good way to have motivation to accomplish some things that you want to accomplish but I'm more so like I feel like New Year's resolutions just don't they're not sustainable and I talked about this two episodes ago in my eating disorders during the holidays episode and I actually really like my little rant in that episode if you want to go back and listen to it but I think I'm just more about having a sustainable sustainable mindset and starting now like uh I think I've talked about her before but on Tori D. Simone's podcast Manifest um she talks about this a lot like 
people are so quick to put their eggs in tomorrow's basket like oh i'll do that tomorrow i'll start tomorrow and that's the same thing with like new year's resolutions it's putting your eggs in like yourself's basket in a few weeks but i feel like that's just not helpful and what's more helpful is starting now like it's so easy to say that you'll do something tomorrow but what really takes like motivation and grit and determination is starting now to accomplish whatever you want to accomplish like it gives you just saying you're gonna start in the new year and listing off all these things just gives you an excuse to like fuck around as much as you want now and then like say you're gonna change it in the new year but I think it's just more helpful to start now and I'm all for setting goals and like sure the new year's a good time to set them I guess like but I feel like your goals also should be very achievable and realistic goals and specific so you kind of have like we learn about this in marketing and stuff in school it's like when you're setting goals you want for like a campaign or something you want to set ones that obviously are going to push you and challenge you to achieve things you want but you also want to make them attainable and sustainable because they should be things that you can practice little aspects of life and little changes every day leading up to the goal throughout the year rather than something that has to be drastic and happen in a week and this is why i think i'm i like the concept of setting taking a specific time to just kind of get down to business and set these goals that you want to achieve over the next 12 months but i just think a better way to do it and a healthier way to do it is through manifestation and setting intentions and also just making them things that you actually genuinely believe i'll talk about this more in a minute but actually believe will happen and making them realistic because you're just gonna make yourself feel like shit if you set stuff that you know is not gonna happen or it's gonna like be a total pain in the ass to make it happen or even attempt to make it happen so yeah i just think that setting goals because it's the new year isn't necessarily the best practice i think with setting goals or if you want anything in life if you want it bad enough you have to kind of be ready to start now versus saying i'm going to do that in two weeks on january 1st so hopefully that makes sense that's kind of my little ramble and opinion on it all so now i'm going to talk about briefly like breaking down what manifestation is the law of attraction like the ego versus the higher self and then i'll tell you what i am setting as my intentions for the next year Okay, so let me start this off with like, I don't know a ton about manifestation or the law of attraction, stuff like that. Lately, I've been getting really into it. And I've heard a lot of people say to either watch on Netflix the movie, I think, or read the book The Secret because it goes down and it's kind of like a beginner's guide. But my main sources are, I just did a lot of research and I found some definitions. So I'm kind of like reading these off and learning with you guys as I'm saying it on the podcast. But I've heard a lot about manifestation through Tori Simone and her podcast Manifest. And then she also references Luca Whitaker, who's a, another YouTuber. And Luca has a video, a couple videos on manifestation that I watched that are helpful for beginners. And one of them's called How to Trust the Universe and Let Go. And that one I found to be really helpful. And Tori talked about it. And that's how I found it. So I'm just going to talk about like what manifestation is. Hopefully this makes sense. I don't know the most, like I'm not an expert by any means. I'm learning with you guys, but I find it very interesting. And oh yeah, I also wanted to touch on this. This episode's almost like an intention setting little hangout. Like I imagine you guys listening to this kind of like where I am right now, like in a space where there's a chill vibe, maybe some candles lit, an essential oil diffuser, like you have some tea or you're just kind of chilling out listening to this with a notebook or an iPad, a phone digitally, and writing down notes or writing down your intentions. So yeah, I kind of think of this as more of like a studio session of like just kind of getting ready for the new year and stuff. So the basic definition of manifestation that I found is 
something that is put into your physical reality through thought, feelings, and belief. So manifestation is kind of having these things that you want to happen and then using your willpower almost to make them happen. But manifestation and the law of attraction kind of go hand in hand. So what I found online is simply put, the law of attraction is the ability to attract into your lives whatever you're focusing on. It is believed that regardless of age, nationality, or religious belief, we're all susceptible to the laws which govern the universe, including the law of attraction. And it uses the power of the mind to translate whatever's in our thoughts and materialize them into reality. So in basic terms, all thoughts turn into things eventually. If you focus on negative doom and gloom, you will remain under that cloud. If you focus on positive thoughts and have goals that you aim to achieve, you will find a way to achieve them and um, be able to make things you want happen. So where I'm reading from online also says there's seven different laws of attraction and you use them to achieve whatever you desire. They include unwavering desire, conceptualization and imagination, affirmation, focus with confidence, profound belief, gratitude, and manifestation. Another example of like the law of attraction that I think Tori talked about in her podcast is like, say you, or no, I don't know if she talked about this, but for me, something I see is like, Say I learn about something in class or online or just a new concept, a new item or anything, then you start to see that all the time around you. And it's like because you're thinking about it and you're more aware of it, then you just start to see it more, if that makes sense. Like I'd be in like a marketing class, learn about a concept or a different type of campaign, and then I'll start to see it everywhere. So the law of attraction is also kind of why I wanted to get rid of the thorns in this podcast. It's like... I want to focus on the roses and what's good so I can keep getting more positive things in life that will be roses on the podcast rather than dwelling on the negative. And I also kind of wanted to talk about my view on like religion and spirituality. This episode, like I could make this its own episode, but like I figured it kind of fits in here to mention briefly. Growing up, um, I was never baptized. My mom went to a Unitarian church and then my dad was raised Catholic but didn't practice it a lot when I was younger. Oh my gosh, I just had to take a break. I don't know if you guys could hear my voice, but like I've been talking for so long that my voice just like my throat got dry and it hurt to talk. So I had to go downstairs and like chug some water, but we're back. So I was talking about um, being raised with being a Unitarian. So I don't even know, like I don't remember a lot of it because I haven't been to like Unitarian church in a long time, but I did it in San Francisco and then in Portland until like fifth grade. But let me actually look up right now, so I'm not saying this wrong, like, what the beliefs of Unitarians are. Okay, so I found it. It wasn't just being Unitarian, because I think that's different than Unitarian Universalism, but I don't know, don't quote me on anything. But Unitarian uh, Universalism is a liberal religion characterized by a free and responsible search for truth and meaning. Um, They assert no creed, but instead are unified by their shared search for spiritual growth, guided by a dynamic living tradition... Yeah, so essentially what I found Unitarian Church to be is kind of we did a, I was in like the Sunday school classes and you do a lot of learning about other religions and just kind of different things going on on in the world and different beliefs and it's a pretty accepting community from what I remember and it's not like just one set of beliefs or action it doesn't really focus on god at all so I never grew up with like a traditional like Christian or Catholic religion and I've had different points in my life where I've kind of questioned like do I believe in this do I believe in that do I believe in God like and at some points I 
feel like maybe I believe in God, but most of the time I think what I've come to realize is that I personally do not believe in God, and for a while I've thought of myself to be an atheist, like for years and years, and not because it's like trendy or whatever, or not because of anything in particular, but I just personally have found that I don't believe in God, and I don't believe in a lot of the things that the Christian or Catholic religion does. So what I found in recent years, and religion and like my spiritual beliefs are always changing, so I want to say that, but what I found in recent years is that I think I align with being a spiritual person, but not a religious person. So that's kind of why I want to learn more about manifestation and that part of like, I like, I don't necessarily believe in God, but I think I believe in the concept of the universe more, if that makes sense. And I still have a lot of figuring out to do, but that's kind of where I personally stand, and that's why like I feel like I align more with like being spiritual versus being religious. So another key concept of manifestation, like why people believe in it, is it's the idea that it has to work and you'll only manifest things that you deeply desire and you deeply believe will happen. So like if you lack the belief that something can be yours, then you can't manifest it. Um, this thing I'm reading says, with your disbelief, you mock, you block the manifestation. Let's say you have a clear vision with a strong desire but you don't believe it could happen then what happens is saying that you're manifesting that you can't have it so the universe responds so be it so um basically you just want to find stuff when you're manifesting that you truly believe in like your heart of hearts to be something that will happen for you or something that you'll do oh and one more piece that i kind of wanted to touch on is the ego versus the higher self and tori de simone talked about this in her podcast okay so essentially ego is there are two different aspects i guess of our mind i don't know how to explain it super well but or our spirits so the ego is full of like limiting beliefs and is always focused on fulfilling its own needs it will make us believe that we are always needing more or need more because its hunger is never never satisfied versus the higher self knows we were brought into this world with everything we'll ever need and whatever we get our hands on along the way is just a bonus the higher self knows that there's no worry about like materialistic things and when we connect with our higher selves our mindset becomes positive and more powerful there's no self-doubt no shame no resentment so yeah so then i found this thing that also talks about kind of the difference is it's this chart that i'll post this on the podcast instagram but it says shit your ego says versus shit your higher self says so your ego would say like i'm a victim of circumstance and your higher self would say i create my own reality your ego would say i live in scarcity your higher self says i live in abundance uh your ego says i'm alive temporarily and that's scary or your higher self would say i'm alive temporarily and that's awesome and another graphic I found is like the ego mind versus the spirit or higher self mind. The ego mind focuses on like fear, doubt, worries, being self-centered, judgmental, self-critical, limited, and separation versus the higher self focuses on love, trust, peace, all centered, accepting, forgiving, infinite, and unity. So this is not another reason why I think I definitely believe in being spiritual versus like and align with it more than religion is... I don't know i'm more so like the aspects of religion that i like are the loving everyone and just doing things for good and trying to f and accepting good and just putting good out into the world and whole that kind of aspect of religion and i feel like i find that more in being spiritual than being religious if that makes any sense so yeah the ego versus the higher self and kind of where that comes in here i don't know a lot about this like i said before i'm learning with you guys but where that comes in here is that like 
if you're setting goals or wanting to do something, your ego is what's more limiting and your higher self is like more so what lets you achieve these things. So now really quickly, I'll go through some steps of manifestation. So when you're picking a thing, to, this is all from some articles I found online, by the way. Um, so when you're picking a thing to manifest, you want to ask yourself the following questions. Do I really want this in my heart of hearts? How will I benefit from having this? When I think about having this, this does it feel right? How will it be good for me and for others? And then the next step after you've asked yourself those questions to kind of determine if you truly do want what you're going to manifest is to get rid of things that will stand in your way. So three common manifestation blocks are having negative beliefs or a negative mindset. So if you're in a bad place emotionally, you'll need to get yourself in the right mindset before you can successfully manifest. You also may need to get rid of toxic people. And you also have to be weary of timing and have patience. So the next step is actually like taking action towards your manifestations. Once you truly, one of the things you found that you truly want and you truly believe can happen, then you can manifest them. So you can do it by like writing them down or having affirmations or it says here this step works best if you do multi-sensory visualization, if you can see, hear, smell, and touch, and if relevant, taste the outcome you're looking to create. Make it as real as you possibly can so it's almost like it's already yours. Add as many details as you can. Don't try to imagine exactly how the thing or outcome becomes yours. Instead, focus on the end result of receiving what you desire. And then the last thing from the article that I want to mention is how to know your manifestation is close. You'll start hearing about your desires, whether it be you overhear it in someone else's conversation or on the radio. Um, you'll feel excited and develop a sense of excitement, whether there's a reason or not for it. You'll see repeating numbers. Um, these repeating numbers have important meanings and are a sign that your manifestation is close. Pay close attention to them. And then you'll hear other people talking about your goals. People in your life might bring it into conversation, telling you that you'd be good at something, even if you're they are unaware that this is your goal. So hopefully that didn't sound too all over the place, but that's kind of, I just wanted to give you guys a background on like manifestation, the law of attraction, the ego versus the higher self. Even though I don't know a lot, I wanted to inform you guys so that my whole process of setting manifestations and intentions for the next year makes sense. For my intentions, now we'll actually get into them. I broke them into four categories. I broke them into my health, my wealth, my relationships, and my personal enrichment. And I think, I don't know if I mentioned this before, but when you're setting intentions or manifestations, like you can make them as formal as you want and you should try to, because you're speaking these things into existence because you truly believe they can and will happen and they're going to happen and you can't really have any, you won't have, you don't have any doubt that they're going to happen. You want to use present tense verbs as if these things are already happening, if that makes any sense. And you also don't really want to include like, the negative or the flip side to them you want to focus on the positive like i said with the whole law of attraction you're speaking it into existence and attracting what you want sorry if my voice is sounding froggy i like my throat's just getting so dry from all this talking okay so for my first list this covers more of my health and i'm not going to read everything off and these lists are like working lists if that makes sense like i'm constantly like setting new intentions and I probably will have more before the year's over about what I want to accomplish and what I am going to accomplish. So for my health, I love my body. I work out to become strong and tone lean muscle. My body is 100% vital, healthy, and filled with energy. I see beauty in everything, everywhere I go and whoever I'm with. I feel totally safe and secure. I eat intuitively. 
I take care of my health physically and mentally. I regularly go to the doctor when necessary. I only focus on myself, how I feel, and what I want when making food decisions. I practice health and wellness in a sustainable way. And then the last one that I'll share is I try new workouts and fitness classes and studios often. And then the next category is wealth. This can be like in terms of like money, career, and other things. I invest in items for quality over quantity. I only purchase from brands that do not use child labor or have unjust working conditions. I have a consistent form of income. I am building my savings. I find meaning in my work. I am accepted into my dream school. I am living in a city that makes me happy. I am working towards becoming financially independent. Then the next category is relationships. And I also read online that it's more powerful when you're making these intentions involving relationships, whether it be romantic or what's the word for non-romantic but like whether it be like with a romantic partner just like family and friends it's more powerful to focus on yourself rather than how you want others to change so these are all like i statements i am in a loving relationship i have loving friendships i am meeting new people with who i'm emotionally spiritually mentally physically and cosmically compatible I live the most beautiful life possible with harm to no one and benefit to all. My partner and I lovingly support each other in our individual dreams and goals. My partner and I both feel deeply and richly loved and supported by each other. My partner and I find easy compromises and meet each other's needs while honoring our own, resulting in ideas and realities far better than either of us could originally create. No matter what challenge or opportunities my partner and I face, I always remember the love. I'm a good friend to others. I show others that I listen and care about what they have to say. And then the last category that I have on here is my personal enrichment category. I'm working towards becoming multilingual in Italian, French, and Spanish. I read at least one book every month. I aid the earth in her healing as much as I am capable. I'm a voice for those without a voice such as people, animals, the earth, etc., to be held in the arms of love and light and for them to feel that love as much as possible. I am present and practicing gratitude for life, whether it be in a slow or fast-paced environment. I am making my parents' lives easier by helping around the house. I am expanding the reach of my podcast and YouTube platform, creating content that inspires, includes, and helps others. I upload consistently on YouTube and my podcast. So those are my intentions for the next year. I want to write it down physically. This is just on my iPad and it's what I've developed over the past few like well, I was kind of thinking about all of them for the past few months, but then like this over the past hour of actually writing it all down. So, even though this episode might have been kind of jumbled, like I said, I kind of wanted it to be like a working session where you guys can like play it, give you ideas, explain a little bit of what I'm learning about manifestation and you guys can create working lists of your intentions for the next year. But with all that being said, I hope you guys found this episode helpful and that you guys can work, I guess, to set some intentions for the next year and that it inspired and maybe even shifted your mindset on New Year's resolutions. And I don't know, that you learned something, got something out of it. But thank you guys all so much for listening. You're all so strong, so loved, so beautiful. And I will talk to you guys next week.